Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. I am your host, Danielle, and we've got a special episode for you today. We talk about food a lot on the podcast, but I have a special guest who is joining me to talk about allergy-friendly eating at the park. She is gluten-free and dairy-free and talks about how she navigates that. You're not going to want to miss it. So, Listen in. This is episode 96, Allergy-Friendly Eating at Walt Disney World. All right, everyone. Happy Friday. We are here with my fellow travel agent over at Fantastical Vacations, Nicole. Um, and she has got a great topic for you that I know may pertain to you, may pertain for someone in your family or travel party. So super excited to get to talk about kind of gluten-free eating at Disney World, which you can kind of transfer over into, you know, other food allergies and how you might handle that at the parks and resorts. So Nicole, thank you so much for being here uh would you of course of course tell us a little bit about yourself like background your disney background how you got into all that and just you know a little recap of who you are so you know i actually i tell the story that i went to disney for the first time when i was two and Walt Disney World just opened. So oh, wow. That's- I have pictures of myself going on, in the Magic Kingdom on Main Street at, you know, in 1971. Oh, that's um, awesome. Which are really fun. And things look a lot different now than they used mm-hmm. to. But I've been a, you know, a Disney person most of my life. Um, as an adult, when I really first got back into Disney was when I started doing Disney races. Um a marathon weekend and other Disney races with a couple of friends of mine who come from other parts of the country. And we meet there and we have a runcation a couple times a year, um, but definitely every year on marathon weekend. And so that kind of rekindled my love of Disney. Plus also my youngest son became my Disney buddy. So he and I started going together for a few days every June or July in 2018. And, um, I have some great pictures of him going from like a head shorter than me and then every year a little taller. Oh, that's so funny, sweet. Of course. <laughs> and now he's six three. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. and he, and he also loves Disney. He's, he loves it so much. He's going to college in Orlando. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So tell us a little bit about the gluten free side of things. When did you become gluten free? Sort of what's your backstory there? So I was diagnosed with celiac disease in uh, June of 2011. Okay. Uh, I had had a lot of difficulty for for years, but went undiagnosed, which is not an uncommon situation. A lot of people have that. Um, so I really started being gluten-free completely then. And I later find out that I'm also allergic to dairy. So oh. um, I started eliminating that about a year later and since then, you know, that's been my life. I, people ask me all the time, do you miss pizza? Do you miss pasta? <laughs> do you miss all those things? And honestly, I mean, in theory, I do. I just yeah. don't remember what they taste like. Oh, well, that's good. That sounds like a, a blessing in disguise. Yes. But it's interesting because the so many products have become available. And really, it is in some ways so much easier to be a gluten-free food allergy traveler or consumer than it used to be. 
Um, in other ways, it's still very limiting depending on where you are. So um, I have found that when I talk to people who are going to Disney about this um, or to Universal, we talk about a lot of different aspects of it, but actually that's one of the best places to go as as a food allergy sufferer or food allergy person is yeah. especially Disney. Um, it's one of the safest places that I can travel to. Oh, that's awesome. Um, now, does anyone else in your family have an allergy or is it just you were we're working with <laughs> just me. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Good deal. So yeah, let's jump into Disney. Maybe talk a little bit about, you know, how you, how you, you know, you go to a restaurant, what's kind of your first thing you do? How did they work with you at those places? Um, maybe thinking like a table service to start with. So you're sitting down. What happens? So actually, it starts before that. Um, when I make the reservation, I check off. There's there's a place at the end, right before you click confirm, to put in that there's a food allergy. And it asks you which kind. If you miss it, it doesn't matter. You can still do it when you get there during you know the ordering process. But it's definitely helpful because then they flag your reservation and um, they have the information in advance. So... The first thing when I do when I sit down is tell the server that I have a food allergy and um, is there a special menu. Um, most frequently at Disney restaurants, they will bring the chef out and talk to me specifically about what I can eat, what is safe, what their specialty is. But regardless, there's always going to be options. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Especially like bringing out the chef. I mean, that to me is like an above and beyond thing to make sure you're really taken care of. What about if I'm just grabbing a quick bite, mobile ordering, quick service type situation? So interestingly, it's very similar. Um, the one thing with mobile ordering is that if you have a single allergy, like gluten or egg or dairy or nuts, it's pretty easy to do that on the mobile order for most of the places. Um, there is a place to check off that in the ordering process. If you have more than one allergy, um, they they can't really accommodate that easily on the mobile ordering. You have to speak to someone when you check in. But my general rule is to speak to someone anyway, because it's always good. First of all, the face-to-face contact with someone um, gives you a lot more confidence that they're yeah. going to be able to handle the situation. And they always will bring out you know, the manager or the chef, even at a quick service to speak to you at the booths, you know, like, like the egg roll booth or one of the little carts. That's not the case. You can ask them and they will usually show you the ingredients list. Okay. Um, and so then you have to know basically what you're looking at, but any place that you place an order, you can speak to someone. Um, and yeah. Okay. Awesome. So do you feel like going into the parks, is this something where you tend to like take snacks with you that you know are safe or have you been able to feed yourself all day? No problem at the parks, you know? It's a great question. So I always have um, a couple protein bars with me because okay. there have been situations for whatever reason that I haven't been able to find the right thing. There's always something. Um okay. Some parks are easier than others. Uh, Animal Kingdom ha- happens to be one of the better parks. Oh, okay. Just because they're, for whatever reason, in Epcot, of course, that there are more options to choose from. Um, Magic Kingdom, oddly enough, is the most difficult. Okay. Um, except for the Dole Whip, of course, because 
though if is good for all allergies, at least I think so. Or okay. <laughs> um, but the other thing to remember is that um, when you do a food allergy order, especially at a quick service, it takes longer. So if you are going to want to eat with your family and friends, mm-hmm. have them place the mobile order so that, but then you go first, get there, put your order in and then have them, you know, meet up with you about 10 or 15 minutes after you get there, because otherwise you'll all be sitting around and waiting for you to eat. And it's kind of a bummer. Gotcha. That's a great tip. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of your favorite options in the park or at the resort hotels that fit your gluten and dairy free lifestyle um, that you would encourage people to check out if they also need to follow those dietary restrictions? So the Dole Whip, um, (laughs) although not all the Dole Whip is dairy free. So that's a very important um, reminder. The vanilla is not. um, And some of the other flavors, it's very important to ask. The traditional pineapple Dole Whip is gluten and dairy free. Most of the fruit flavors are. Okay. Um, That's definitely a big favorite. I love the... um, the street corn in animal kingdom, um, if you ask for it without butter, is delicious. And in Epcot during a festival, they usually will have a booth that has the street corn that is vegan and gluten free. And it oh, has awesome. some sort of delicious like garlic butter sauce on it that is okay. completely safe for me. That is absolutely out of this world. It's delicious. <laughs> Popcorn um, everywhere is dairy free and gluten free. The maple popcorn in in the Canada Pavilion is a huge favorite. Oh, awesome. Anything with caramel is not going to be dairy-free. So anytime you add something to a snack, you have to be careful. But okay. those are some favorites. And then um, in Animal Kingdom, Satuli Canteen has some great options um, that you can customize, which is really fun. And the, they are, there are several places where they have ice cream that is vegan, um, specifically um, in Magic Kingdom at the ice cream shop on Main Street. And in Disney Springs, Girardelli has, oh, awesome. has dairy-free ice cream sundae, which is outrageously good. Salt and Straw also usually has a, a gluten and dairy-free flavor. Okay. So there are places to find fun treats and Epcot. If there's a festival, there's almost always something interesting and, you know, that can be either modified or, uh, or is already gluten and dairy free. I actually just saw this morning on, on a blog, vegan Disney world that the new, um, deli on, in the boardwalk resort, Mm -hmm. the boardwalk deli has a delicious vegan sandwich that can be made gluten free. So that's awesome. That's Very fun. Nice. So more things coming. <laughs> yep. And my favorite, honestly, my favorite quick services at the resorts are at the Art of Animation. And oddly enough, the All-Stars. Um, awesome. They have a ton of options that are easy to access. Um, I don't know why that's true, but it is. Very nice. Now, do you have any favorite table service sit-down restaurants? Or do you tend to just like play it really safe there and do, you know, a salad or something that you know is good? Uh, how do you kind of navigate those? So we usually do one or two nice restaurants per trip. So um, a huge favorite is Sana 
in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, their their bread service actually can be made gluten free and oh, vegan. It's so and good. It's delicious. So good. <laughs> Just delicious, gluten free. Although I wouldn't know what it tastes like. <laughs> but um, so that's a very big favorite. We ate last time. Um, we had a celebratory dinner after the marathon at Topolino's, mm. and they made an absolutely outrageously good dinner for me. Um, I love beaches and cream because they have vegan ice cream and a, you know, like a dairy-free gluten-free burger. That's if you just want a burger and fries, they, they will do it for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Skipper Canteen in Magic Kingdom is a great one because they have some really interesting choices that you can't really find elsewhere. Uh, My favorite restaurant in Disney Springs is Raglan Road. Okay. Uh, They have, I haven't had fish and chips or onion rings in, over a decade and they make it gluten and dairy free and it it is out of this world. Like it is just so really good. I can't imagine having a better one with the regular ingredients, but I guess you never know. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Now all of these places, because most of these have their own separate menu, are you finding that your food takes longer at these table service restaurants or are they kind of more equipped to get everything out together? Generally, the table service restaurants are everything is more coordinated. I'm not sure if that means that they hold everything else up. Um, I suppose it's possible. I haven't really noticed any really lengthy waits that that were out of the ordinary. But, you know, it's possible. But it's much more an issue with the quick service. Gotcha. Now, because these places have their own menu, I guess you're primarily ordering off of that. But have you ever run into something where you see something on the regular menu and you ask about it and they're able to tweak it for you, gluten or dairy free? Yes. Topolino's did that. They basically redid an entire dish for me. Okay. Um, which was great. And we went to um, Tony's in... Mm-hmm in Magic Kingdom, which I did not have high expectations for, but actually turned out to be very good. Um, they, they remade an entire dish for me just so that I could eat it. Most of the time they will really do their best to accommodate. I mean, I, there are a few places where I don't know how well it would go. Um, like Toledo, for example, their, their menu is sort of limiting for me just because doesn't have a lot of options that have, that much versatility, but it's yeah. possible. I haven't been there yet. I would love to to try, but you know, it's kind of an expensive mistake if I can't yeah. get it. Eat, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, kind of on the flip side, are there any places you have been that haven't? Maybe not that they weren't, you know, good restaurants, but just they didn't have that many options for you. They weren't able to really accommodate based on what their menu was. Anywhere that people might want to be a little weary of. So a lot of the. Um, the restaurants in the world showcase in Epcot, um, it's much more difficult because they are obviously they're very specific to, to their cultural recipes. Um, and sometimes I just can't get like reliable information about whether or not they understand, you know, the issues. Um, they're not necessarily run by Disney chefs. So, um, so the restaurants in China and Japan pavilions, for example, I have not had good luck with. I think other people might have had better luck, but those haven't gone very well for me. And then um, the quick service actually at um, the Grand Floridian was a problem. Um, okay. They just didn't have a lot to offer 
but the quick service at the Polynesian was great. Like we, we like to leave the magic kingdom and kind of try to have lunch someplace else. Yeah. Get out of the hubbub a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And the one at the Contempo cafe at the contemporary resort and the, um, the one at Polynesian are great. Uh, the other one that was a disaster was this was before COVID was Hollywood and vine. Um, an evening character meal, um, buffet. And there was just like, literally I had, you know, lettuce. It was terrible. Now (laughs) let me ask, how does a buffet work? Do you kind of get your own food brought out separately? Okay. So I speak to the chef or I speak to the server and the server usually will bring out a chef who will go around the buffet with me and tell me exactly which things are safe as they are and what, they couldn't make for me that they bring out. So um, one time we, I ate at crystal Plaza after the marathon and they um, brought me like my own rolls and several other things. And then there were certain things on the buffet that were safe as is. So it just depends on the location. Um, I haven't been, I haven't been to chef Mickey's. We did go before, before COVID we went to, um, we went to Trattoria Al Forno, the morning character breakfast, which was, amazing and they brought out a whole separate menu for me and similarly at cinderella's cinderella's royal table we had breakfast one time and they did a whole separate thing for me so okay awesome yeah and i've seen that at the places that are basically all you can eat but not buffets where they you know bring out a skillet or bring out something family style that they would just kind of bring you your own separate thing has that been your experience yes and actually tusker house was a really good example of the combination we we ate there for breakfast and some of the things on the buffet were fine. Um, but then they brought out a separate platter of like Mickey waffles and um, stuff that was not safe from the buffet because it had either it had an ingredient that I couldn't have or there was cross contamination, but they were super attentive to it. It was a really fun and, and pleasant experience and I could relax, which, you know, when, when you have these issues, you sort of, it's a very stressful experience sometimes to kind of eat out. So that's one of the reasons I love doing this when, when I'm at the resort. Awesome. Now this question I just thought of may put you on the spot, may not have anything come to mind, but thinking about like your kiddos who don't have to eat, you know, gluten and dairy free, but may snag a little bite of what you're eating here or there. Is there anything you can think of that they've had that they're like, Oh, this is still like really good. I guess I'm thinking I've always heard the gluten free churros at Nomad Lounge are like better than the original. Is there anything else that comes to mind that even if we aren't gluten or dairy free, we might want to give a try? So I have, I can't, unfortunately, I can't have the churros where I really want them, but they have dairy in them. The Mickey beignets, the beignets at Port Orleans, um, they do gluten and dairy free ones and okay. they are out of this world. And my son, you know, loved them. Um, the onion rings at Raglan Road, <laughs> he ate a good portion of them. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so yeah, there are, it's not, oh, well, the maple popcorn, some of the things that are like, you know, that are, Gluten and dairy free as is, they, they are snacks that, you know, anybody would enjoy, but it's pretty rare that, that somebody will go specifically for my stuff. They can always look at it as like a substitute. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then just to kind of wrap up, I know we're talking Disney, but is there anything at Universal that comes to mind that were really great options, restaurants you liked where, you know, you had lots of options? So Universal is a little more challenging. Um, I'm actually working on putting together kind of a spreadsheet of all of the restaurants there. They're not as coordinated in there. Um, 
in their, I guess, in their strategy for gluten and dairy free. Um, all of the restaurants will try to work with you. There are some fun snacks, like you can get a vegan butterbeer, for example, oh, that awesome. is delicious. Um, but that you definitely have to speak to each each of the servers. Um, the Mexican restaurant on I can't pronounce it, Antoni Antonijitos in in City Walk and um, Cowfish are supposedly, I haven't been to them myself, but people tell me that they are excellent for that. And Margaritaville and Hard Rock Cafe are also um, given very good marks for for that. Okay, awesome. So sort of looking at some of those maybe larger restaurants, kind of more established. Yes, and the quick service um the quick service options in the resorts, uh, especially Cabana Bay, the diner, um, are supposedly amazing. So I'm going to try those. I'm going to Universal this in, in August, and I'm going to try some of those out. I'll report back. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for kind of talking about this topic. We talk about food a lot on the podcast, but looking at these situations and allergies and how you navigate it has been super helpful. So before we go, I'm going to lightning round you a little bit and sure. ask about a few of your Disney favorites. Okay? Awesome. okay. All right. Let's go. First up, favorite Disney park. Magic Kingdom. All right. Favorite Disney character? I'm going to say Minnie Mouse, but it kind of changes. Okay. Favorite Disney villain? Um, I don't know. I have to think about that one. Maleficent. Right. Okay. Maleficent. Yeah. Uh, favorite Disney song? This also changes. How Far I'll Go is a, is a current favorite. And um, yeah. How Far All right. I'll Go. Yeah. The Runners. That's a good encouraging yeah. <laughs> one there. And then a Disney bucket list item. Adventures by Disney. Ooh, anywhere specific you want to go? I want to go to the national parks, and I'd love to do one in, like, Italy or Europe, one of those places. Awesome, awesome. Well, Nicole, thank you again so much for being here. If any of you are traveling to Disney or Universal and you have questions about, you know, any type of allergy, be sure to reach out to Nicole. I'm sure she's happy to answer those questions. Nicole, tell us where we can find you, social media, email, anything like that. Awesome. So my, um, my Facebook page is Fantastical Vacations by Nicole Collins. On Instagram, I am at Sunshine and Disney Magic. And I can always be reached at Nicole Collins at FantasticalVacations.com. Wonderful. Wonderful. We're Nicole. Thank you so much for being here and chatting food with us in kind of a different way. And everyone, thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a magical day. Bye bye. 